This is the Dafyomi, Masechta Review, Masechta Baba Kama, tape number three. For subscription information, call us toll-free at 1-888-DAFYOMI or write Dafyomi Tapes, P.O. Box 831, Muncie, New York, 10952. This tape is dedicated in memory of David Ben Moshe Pillmeister Zichron Levrocha. Our Magid Shia is Rabbi Moshe Goldberger, Magid Shia at the Yeshiva of Staten Island, New York, and Mechaber of the, of the Dafyomi Review Sheets. We're beginning, Be'ezras Hashem, Daf Lamed Vov, Amid Aleph. The beginning of the fourth parak. Shar Shenoga, Charbov, Shvarim, Zachar An ox that gored four or five oxen one after the other. Rashi explains that it was a tam throughout because it did not <coughs> form a pattern. So it still pays me gufoi. And there's a machlaikis in the Mishnah how to continue with the obligations to the original people that it was Nogach. The Mishnah gives Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Shimon that Rabbi Meir says you go backwards, Yeshalim La'achren Shabbat first, then L'shalafonav if there's more money. Rabbi Shimon says no, we go back to the beginning and we work the other way around. Now the Gemara explains that the Machloikis is actually an old Machloikis that Rabbi Meir goes according to Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Shimon goes according to Rabbi Akiva. And that is the machloikis that we've had before on whether there's a din in Baal Choiv that when someone was mazik, he owes the nizik money. Is it just a Baal Choiv or does the nizik actually become a shutif in the mazik? That Rabbi Akiva holds that he's actually a shutif and that's the shita here of Rabbi Shimon and that is the halacha, the way we paskin. So this is an interesting concept. If you owe someone money, we don't think of him becoming a partner in your business. <clears throat> but here, by ma- a mazik, the nizik, according to Rabbi Akiva, according to Rabbi Shimon, does become a partner <clears throat> in the mazik, the mazik's assets, in the goof of the behemoth. And therefore, when the animal goes and is mazik again, so now there are two shutfim, they both owe money. And that's what the Gemara says, how to learn the Mishnah. That was what Shmuel told Rav Yehuda, that the best way to learn this Mishnah is Reisha Rabbi Yishmael, Vesefer Rabbi Akiva. The, Mishnah, the Gemara then brings a Mishnah, Tanan Hosam, Rashi has two pshatim, either he hit him, Keneged Oznoi. Rashi <coughs> later on says it was Al Oznoi, or Tekiah Mamish that he blew in his ear. And it seems that it's mainly a busha. It was an embarrassment. And the question is how much to pay. It's whether it's a sela or a mona. And the Gemara says, when we say sela, is it sela tzuri or sela medina? The Gemara tries to bring a right from Elamish, and the Gemara says, no. The Tana does not have to elaborate that much. My Havi Allah, the Gemara says that it's the the kol kesef alma b'tayra kesef tzuri. When it's a kesef in the tayra, it's always kesef tzuri, which is the higher amount. But if it's midivrayim, it's kesef medina. Then the Gemara tells a story of a person who actually hit someone, and the question was how much to pay, and it was only half a zuz. And the fellow said, "Look, it's not much. Give it to the poor person. Give it to anim." 
Then he changed his mind. He says, now let me take it. And the Gemara says that Rav Yosef, who was there, says it's too late because the Aniyam was Zoich already, even though they're not here, but Anan Yad Anan. Since I'm the Gabite stalker, Rashi says Rav Yosef was a Gabite stalker, so Memeilo Daniyam was Zoich and you can't back out anymore. Toysus asks, why do we need this concept of Yad Anim? Why not say that Amira, Beficha Zutzdaka, a person is obligated? Toysus answers two answers. One Teretz is because since it's Dava Shaloi Bali Oilam yet, so you don't say that concept of Beficha Zutzdaka. And then Toysus brings from the Rabbeinu Chananel that he didn't really want to be Choyzer, he wanted to delay and take a loan from the tzedakah for himself for his own use but since yadaniim anan so it's a maimat shloshton it goes straight to the anim and you can't back off this whole idea this concept brings to mind the dvar avram who says that if a person tells an ani on friday night he invites him to the house for a meal friday night for a suda when he comes home he wants to say the Shalom Aleichem, the Rebbeinu Shalom, to take his time before giving the meal. So the Dvar Avram says it may be a problem of Baal Ta'acher, because since it's Kaim the Oni is standing here, he's ready to eat. So you can't say, wait 10 minutes, I want to say uh, Tfilis. Kiddush, you have to say, that's part of the process. It's required, but the extras, maybe the Oni has to get food first. Like the story with the Chavetz Chaim, that he used to give his Archim food first and he would say that the Malachim are not hungry, they can wait, but the Oni, he's hungry, so let's give him food first. But the Dvar Avram wants to declare whether this could be a Halacha Shaila also in Baal Ta'acher. We go on, the Gemara Daflamid Zayin, the Gemara tells a story of Chonon Bisha. Now Chonon Bisha is a character mentioned here on Daflamid Zayin and also on Kuf Tezvav. He was a famous, he was notorious for being a wicked person. The Gemara on Kuf Tezvav says that although he was known to be a bad person, but not a Ganev. On Kuf Tezvav, he was caught stealing also. The Gemara tells the story that when he hit someone and he owed a half a Zuz, he tried to give a Zuzamacha, a coin that was rubbed out. And they refused to accept it. So he gave the other guy, he gave the guy another whack, and then he says, okay, now I owe you the whole thing, keep, keep it. You don't have to give me any change. The Maram says, you see over here, the Gemara is trying to show this halacha, that you can give a zuzamacha, that it's considered a legal coin for paying Nezikin. We continue with the Mishnah and Aflamet Zayin, Amad Aleph. Sharshu amud liminoi ve'enamud l'sh'enaminoi. A ox can be a limited mood to specific cases, only to certain species, and the Mishnah gives <coughs> many examples. It can be a muid only on Shabbos. Now, on this, there's a machloikis here, Rashi and Toisvis. Rashi says, why Shabbos? The fact that the animal is off, not allowed to work with your animal on Shabbos, so the animal may become arrogant, being that it is loafing. Taisvis learns that since the animal sees them dressed up in, in beautiful clothing, different clothing, so the animal may not recognize the people and it may run wild. There's a famous story with the Ragachavagain 
that he was once asked <coughs> regarding a woman whose child, infant, would stop nursing on Shabbos, and he advised her to wear the same garments that she wore during the weekdays, and that cured the problem. And he said, it's from this Yerushalmi, this Toysvis, that you see that sometimes the clothing can make the difference. <coughs> the Gemara goes into a Machleikis, Rav Zvid and Rav Papa, in the Mishnah. When the Mishnah says that a shar is a mud l'minoi, but ve'enoi mud l'she'enoi minoi, is it with a vav, ve'enoi mud? Which would mean that we have to be sure, we have to test it. Or, enoi mud means it's automatic. And the Gemara goes into explaining the differences, the diukim and how to be medayik in the Mishnah. The Gemara brings some kashas. Later on, the Gemara goes into the concept of a pattern, that every second time can be a pattern. The Gemara goes into the differences of what makes a pattern. Then on Amid Base, the Gemara brings a question, what happens if it was a universal mood? It was Nogach, a Shor, a Chamor, a Sus, different animals, so it can become a universal mood. But then, if it also gored an ox three times, or the other way, the Gemara says at the end that it's a teku, whether it's going to become a universal mood, or the three times shor would make it a mood to shvarim. <coughs> Similar questions the Gemara brings. <coughs> then, before the Mishnah, the Gemara concludes, Amar Rava, Shama Kel Shoifar. The animal can become a mu'ad to shoifer. So the says, Push it, why not? The says, maybe the first shoifer, shoifer kama, is just the suit of Yalmu Dinakte. Maybe it was just a fright. So we say, no, it's considered a pattern, and as long as we have three times, becomes a mu'ad. This is interesting how far to go to making a pattern. Later on, the Gemara even gives a case of a muid lekeren yamin, that it can be a right horn muid, only to gore with its right horn, to become a muid for the right horn, but, all, but for the left horn it would only be a tam. The Mishnah, Daf Lamed Zayin Amid base continues with the Shor Shal Yisrael Shanogach Shor Shal Hegdish. The question of the owner, if the owner was Hegdish, or Shal Hegdish Shanogach Lashor Shal Hegit, Pata, so the Mishnah says there is no halacha of payment because This, the Gemara brings, is a machloikis because Reb Shimon Men Menasya argues and says that Shar Shal Hegdish Shnogach Shar Shal Hegdish is potter but Shal Hegdish Shnogach Shal Hegdish whether it's Tam or Mud, it always pays Nezek Sholem. The Mishnah also brings the halacha of Shar Shal Yisrael Shnogach Lashar Shal Kenani potter and here there's a note on the right side, on the bottom, from the Rambam, that the reason for this is, is that these were the laws that the Goyim practiced amongst, them, amongst themselves. So we treat them the same, we'll follow their laws for them. We won't give them the extra chashivus. And this is similar to the Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Gemara says that one who returns an Aveda to Akum at a time when Goyim did not consider it the thing to do, so if someone does it, if a Yid does it, the Gemara says that there is a terrible 
it's like a curse. Hashem will not forgive him because he's being mashveh. He's comparing the non-Jews to the Jews. And this is a special privilege for the Jews. So the halachis are different. And the, uh, there's another note also from the Rambam that the Goyim, the Kenani, Shonogach, L'Shoshal Yisrael, even a Tamas, the Peinezek Sholem, and that's a Knas because they're not careful enough. Veinan Misalkin Hanezek, so therefore they're special halachas. The Gemara now on Daf Lamid Ches Aleph goes into Agadata regarding the concept based on the Pasugin Chavakuk. It says, Omad v'yemoidid Eretz rov ayater goyim. That Hashem saw the way the goyim were behaving, and because of that, they were penalized with certain punishments. One pshat, the Gemara says, mehar poron, which means that the Abishta offered the non-Jews the Torah, just as the Jews, and they turned it down, they refused. <coughs> So because they refused to accept the Torah, therefore they were denied the privileges of the Torah. And the other reason is, the Gemara says, because the, the non-Jews failed to fulfill their Zion mitzvahs. And Sheva mitzvahs b'nei noyach is the minimum responsibility of every person, every human being. So because of that, the Gemara says, they were in trouble and that's why which means we don't give them the special privileges that Jews have the Gemara also says that this is why why they had to go into exile and this brings us to the first Rashi in Chumish that why does the Torah begin with Breshis and it's to teach us and to teach the world how Hashem works the program, how Hashem deals with people, that when they deserve it, they'll get it. When they don't deserve it, they won't get it. And only Klal Yisrael, because they deserved it, so that's why the Abish chased out the other nations from Eretz Yisrael and gave the land to Yisrael, or more accurately, Hashem changed it from being Eretz Canaan to Eretz Yisrael, because the Canaanim did not deserve it, and the Yidin did deserve it. The Gemara now goes to a halacha, of Nichum Avelim, and the Gemara says to comfort parents who lost a child. The Gemara says one should not say what can be done. <clears throat> that is not a derech because that sort of hints at if we could only do something, as if we're complaining. A person instead could say that Hashem knows what He's doing. The Rachashulchan says it's like saying Kol David We may not understand it, but Hashem has reasons for what He's doing. And that's the concept of Baruch Da'ino Emes and Tzidu Kadin to realize that Hatsur Tamim Pa'alo Mishpat Hashem has His plans. The Gemara then goes into the Indian of Midyan and Moyov. The Gemara says that Hashem speared those two nations because of the two uh, gems that were going to come from them. Rus and Namahu Amoinis. So the Ebishta was Chas al Beis Umais Gedoilis Velayhechrivan to save these precious souls. <coughs> the Gemara goes into the concept of Yagdim Adam Lidvar Mitzvah. A person should always 
preface himself to a mitzvah. Taisvah says, you see L'shem mitzvah nischavnu, that they were intending to do mitzvah. They meant well. They thought that the world was destroyed and they were saving civilization. The Gemara, there's a famous story that uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein's Zetzal would say over that when he was a Rav in Russia, there was a situation where a Yid was learning one Friday night the parsha of the Benois uh, Light, and it bothered him greatly why they were Zoha to such greatness and why Mashiach, Melech HaMashiach is a descendant of Rus HaMayavir it bothered him greatly and he was saying it's not fair and he fell asleep and this Yid was a Tzaddik he fell asleep and, in, in, and he, he dreamt that two women came to him and they said, we are the Benoist Lloyd, and you're having tainus to us, you're accusing us of injustice. You should know that we were L'Shem Shemayim. We had the right intentions. And the reason we named our children Moyov and Amoin is so that everyone should know that no one should believe Oisai Ho'ish who claimed that it was an immaculate conception. There's no such thing. So they took the took, they had the courage to proclaim the truth, to admit the truth, and because they were admitting the truth, and even at the, it was, it was shameful, it was embarrassing to them, but they did it to make sure that no one should think that it's possible to have a false Mashiach, and because of that they were zeichet, that Mashiach came through them. It's an interesting Maisa that uh, the Rosh Hashivas itself would say over. The Gemara does say also that a person should be careful with the words he uses. Because the older one who said Mayav, which is more shameful, so they were they lost out because of that. And the one who said the Tzir, who said Ben Ami, was Zoche to more. So we learn how every uh, iota, every uh, word, every gesture has to be done with Cheshbin. <coughs> the Gemara now goes to the concept, to the issue of Kutim, the different opinions. If you hold Kutim Geri Aroyes Hain, or Geri Emes Hain, the Gemara brings the different Shittis. <coughs> Reb Meir holds that the Kusim were genuine converts, but the sages imposed a penalty causing them to lose money, it was a knas from the Chachamim. Aflamet Tesamin Aleph, the Mishnah, Sher Shel Pikeach, an ox of a normal person, a regular person, Shenogach Sher Shel Chershet Vikotten, Chayev. He is liable. But the other way, a Chershet Vikotten's ox, Shenogach Sher Shel Pikeach, Potter. And then the question the Gemara goes into, the issue of Ma'amidin Aputropis. The word Aputropis is fater fus, a substitute father. And the question is, how do we work it? How do we deal with it? The Gemara brings Rabbi Yechanan, we try to clarify Rabbi Yechanan's shita. And the Gemara says that you pay the shayla is me'aliyah of the apotropis or me'aliyah of the yisoyimim. The Gemara explains that Rabbi Yechanan holds from the Ali of the Yisaimim, from the Yisaimim's money, 
because if you're going to take it from the Apotropos, they're going to turn down the job. They won't volunteer. But Rabbi Yosef Rebbe holds from the Aliyah of the Apotropos, and eventually, when the orphans uh, grow up, we'll take the money back from them. But in the meantime, the Apotropsin are responsible. As she says, they didn't do an adequate Shmira. Then the Gemara brings that this issue of do we are we Mamidun Lan Apotropis for a Tam to collect Migufoi is a Machloikis Tanoim, whether we do it or not. The Gemara gives different uh, possibilities. Then the Gemara brings that a Sharshit Shenogach. The Gemara brings a source that Rabbi Yaakov says that you pay Mishalim Chatzinezek. And the Gemara says this is difficult to understand what this is referring to. The Gemara brings three different interpretations. Rava learns that it's talking about a muid with a shmira pchusa. Abaye learns different. He learns that it's talking about a muid without any shmira at all. And then the Gemara on daf memamid alif. The Gemara goes and brings Ravina's pshat that the whole machloikis is reshus mishani ikebeinayu. When you switch owners, do you start over again? that now, let's say, the Cherish became well, or the Shota became well, do we just continue the Chazaka or no? We say it's a new Rishus, Mishana, we start fresh. The Gemara on Mem continues the issue of Kufra Kapara, when you pay Koifer, so there's a Machloikis, fundamental Machloikis, Venosan Pidyoi Nafshoi. Is it the Meinizik or the Meimazik? Rabbi Yishmael holds the main mazik. He pays his own value. The Tanakama holds you pay the main nizik, which is the value of the dead person. The Gemara tells a story that Rava told Rav Nachman about Rav Achabar Yaakov that he's a great man, Odom Godelhu. So Rav Nachman said, Ooh, if he comes around, bring him over. I'd like to meet him. So we see from here, interesting, that it's important to meet, if you can have an opportunity to meet an Adam Godel, you should grab the opportunity. And the Gemara says, he told him to ask him a Shiloh, and he asked him the Shiloh, that if you have a Sharshal Shnei Shutfin, how do you pay Kaifer? Do you say that each one should pay the full amount? But that's difficult, because the Torah says you only pay one Kaifer, not two. Or do you say each one pays half? No. Kaifer is only pay Kaifer Shalim, and this question, the Gemara says, is very difficult, he had no answer. Uh, the Yosef while he was thinking of that, they asked him another Shiloh. By Chayvei Erchin, we know if someone owes money for Erchin, we take a Mashkin from him. But by Chayvei Chatois Vashomes, we do not take a Mashkin from him because we tell him, look, if you don't bring your carbon, you're going to lose out, you won't get your Kapara. Now the question is over here, by Kaifer, which way is it? Do we say since Kapara is, it's like Chatois Vashom? So therefore you don't take a mashkin? Or no, maybe since it's payment to another person, maybe we do need to take a mashkin. And the Gemara says it's a question we don't have an answer for. The Gemara then goes into the issue of a shoel, one who borrows an animal, and he thought it was a tam, and then it's really a muid. So the different halachas, the payment. The Gemara goes to the end of this inyan, the Gemara says you can learn three pshatim. Either Rabbi Yechanan says Tavra, that Mishi Shonazu Shonazu, that there's a difference between the Resha and the Sefer, Tum and the Omrim. Rabbi says no, that let's learn it all one way. 
And Rav Papa says, takes it the other way. You can learn both ways. The last part of the Mishnah was that a Shahoitstadin, a stadium ox, an ox that was trained to kill, is not Chayiv Misa, because it's not the animal's fault. The animal is an oinus. And the Gemara says, what about using such an animal for the Mizbeach even? And it's a machlaik. Is Rav holds its kosher, the Mizbeach, Shmuel holds its posel. The Gemara explains that Rav holds its an oinus, but Shmuel says, but still, hare nevad by avera, so that is a problem. So we have a machlaikis. The Gemara on Mem Aleph, Amir Aleph, concludes with a brisa, Tanya Kevase de Rav, that we paskin like Rav, that a Shoyroid Stadin is not Chayiv Misa, and it is Kosher Lagabim Mizbech, because the animal was forced, it's not the animal's fault. The Mishnah on Mem Aleph, Amir Aleph, goes into the basic halachis, that a Shoshanogachesodam, an ox that gored and killed a person, muid if it's after three times, Mishalim Koifer. So the person has to pay koifer, and that's a question we had before the machlok is whether it's the meinizik or the meimazik. A tam does not pay koifer, but either way, the animal is put to death. Chayovin skila. So the question is, the Gemara says, if the animal is killed right after tam, so how does the animal ever become a mood? It was killed already. And on this, the Gemara gives eight different answers. Like, one answer is the animal ran away in between, so they didn't catch up to it. The Gemara gives other animals. One animal, Rav Simi said that So the Gemara, the Mepharshim go into this. Why wouldn't that be a mood? What's, what's the idea, the concept? The Pnei Yeshua wants to learn because we had before, the Gemara says it's easier for an animal to get a person, a person who has mazel, it's harder to get. So it could be that Yidn have Hashkocha Pratiya, so it's harder to get a Yid. So maybe there's a different uh, concept. Other Mepharshim learn because they wear different clothing, like we had Taisers before, that on Shabbos a Yid wears different outfits. So maybe there's a difference in the, diff- in the Mu'ad ability when the animal is considered a Mu'ad or not. The Gemara then asks on the Pasuk, when it says, Sokol Yisokel HaShor, the animal has to be stoned. So it's obviously that it's in a veil and it's also Be'achilu. Why does the Pasuk have to explain Lo Yeochil And the Gemara says that even if he shechted it after the Gemara Din, it's also Be'achilu. And it's also Bahna also the Gemara Darshan's from Balashar Noki. And the Gemara says, what does that mean? Balashar Noki. Shimon Ben Zaim explains, it's like someone says that a person lost all his money. And the Gemara explains that the Balashar Noki. Balashar Noki is a drash. And the Gemara takes it to a number of different, uh, five different levels. How we Darshan from Balashar Noki. One pshat is lahanoas oiroi, that he can't use the hide of the animal. Another pshat the Gemara says of Alashar Noki, Rebelezer's pshat, that Noki may chatsi koifer, that there's no chatsi koifer payment, there's no such thing as a half koifer, it's either all koifer or there's nothing. There's a, before we go on, there's an interesting uh, segment here where the Gemara brings the famous Indian that Shimon Hamsuni used the darshan all the Essen in the Torah, when he got to Es Hashem he decided that it's, there's something wrong with this approach, because how can you include anything to have Yira for anything besides Hashem on the same level? But the Talmidim asked him, Rebbe, kol Essen, Shadrashtamatalein, what about all the drushes you said till now? And he answered, Keshem shekibalti schar al kibalti schar al that I'm going to get schar for being Poresh. Now, this has been explained what is the kishem? 
because the concept of Lefum Tsaira Agra, the last mission in Pirkei in Perk Hamishi, that Lefum Tsaira Agra, according to the difficulty, so is the Schar. And the difficulty to be Pirish gets more and more difficult depending on how much you invest. So after he invested all that effort, and now he would be Choyzer, so the same reward for the Drisha, Kach Kibalti Schar Al-Aprisha. Ad Shebar Rebbe Akiva made that Es Hashem Chachomim that a person should, is obligated to have Yira for Talmud Chacham, like Fahshem Aleikecha, Taisvis brings Meira Rabach Kemeira Shemayim, Taisvis says either it's a Rebbe Muvik, or a Rav Mufli, who's so great, who is considered Ke'en Rabbi. Back to the Gemara, so the other Noki is Noki from Chatzik Koifer, the Gemara on Daf Membeis, Amir Aleph goes to Rabbi Yisaglili's Shita, that Noki mid Mevlodos, there's no payment for the Mevlodos, and then the Gemara brings the last Shita from Rabbi Akiva, Noki mid Meyeved. So we have these different Pshatim in Uvalashar Noki, the Gemara on Daf Mem Gimel, Amir Aleph, brings from Rabbi Shimon ben Lokish, that Shar Shehemis Eved Shiloi Bekavona, if an ox killed an Eved without Kavona, so Potem Shloshim Shkolim. Because Keshev Shloshim Shkolim, Yitin Ladan of Asher Yisakel, there is an equation. So calls the Mansha Sherbiskila by Lamashalm Shloshim Shkolim. But if Ena Sherbiskila, Ena by Lamashalm Shloshim Shkolim. So that's Rish Lakish. And Rabba says a similar concept by Sharsha Hamis Ben Chayrin Shloshim Kavana. That an ox that killed a Ben Chayrin Shloshim Kavana, that you'll be Potem from Kaifer. Similar idea. Now these two sheets, the Gemara and Omid Base, the Gemara goes through some questions, but then the Gemara on Mem Gimel Omid Base shows that there are Machloikasin, because Kiosa Ravdimi Omid Ebyoichanon, that when the Torah says Kaifer, it doesn't have to say Im Kaifer. Why does it say Im Kaifer Yushas Olaf? Le Rabbis that Kaifer Shalebekavon is Ke Kaifer Bekavona. So the Gemara says that there is no difference between Shalebekavona and Bekavona. The, there's an interesting Ramban in Chumish on explaining Pashat, why Im Kaifer? Why does the Torah say Im Kaifer? And the Ramban says in Pashat's Mishpatim that since Kaifer is Kapara, so it's like bringing a carbon. If someone says, I don't want to bring my carbon, he has to bring a Chatas. So he's going to be stuck. He won't have Kapara. So we just tell him, look, you're, in, you're going to be in trouble. But we don't force him. And that's why it says Im Kaifer Yushazala because this Kaifer is also like Kapara. Then the Gemara continues to show the Halacha that if someone that halach is the same if the victim was a cotton or a godel a life is a life <coughs> on mem dalad amid alif the mishnah goes on if a axe was uh, rubbing itself into a wall scratching itself on a wall and it threw the wall down on a person or the nofalala adam so the Mishnah says Potter. Now the question is...